Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. Inspirational Living Podcast that inspires and motivates you to live an emotionally and spiritually balanced life. Welcome to Season 2 of Inspirational Living Podcast. Today, Marianne and I decided it was time to discuss the past few months to reflect on the current situation and circumstances and discuss how we can take positive steps forward for our community, children, and our own self-care. So grab yourself a cup of tea or something good as we discuss what to do when life gives you lemons. Before we jump into today's podcast, Marianne, I wanted to just mention that it feels really good to be back on the show, and although we've both been really busy with many exciting changes in our lives these past few months, um, and while we've taken a bit of a break after the first season, we're very excited to, and very happy to be back with you, and we appreciate all of your warm and thoughtful messages and your emails, so please keep them coming, because it's always really lovely to hear from you, our lovely listeners. Yes, Ryan, we have been looking forward to being back, and we really enjoy seeing all the lovely messages we receive from you, um, from our listeners, and it really motivates us to continue. And we strive to hopefully keep bringing you inspiration and some perspective into the current times that, that we're all living through. Yeah, definitely. So getting into tonight's topic, I think you and I both kind of wanted to touch on how we can really begin to take positive steps towards our future, especially after all that we've been through and probably will continue to navigate in the coming months until there are more certainties and a bit more stability. So, so far this year, I think um, it's kind of felt like a big bowl of dirty lemons has been thrown our way, and I think we're all just kind of in a bit of a survival mode these past few months. So true, Ryan. I mean, we, we've both experienced some big changes, almost like kind of resets in some way or another, which we're actually going to talk more about in a future episode. Um, but I think many have the same kind of common experience of the world as a whole, you know, with more or less um, strict lockdowns, depending on the country we're in. But we're also dealing with our own personal experiences or challenges at the same time. So we thought of talking today about some of the common things that may help us uh, that may help see us well through to the other side of this and how to try and make lemonade of all these lemons. <laughs> yeah. Now that we're moving into the summer, Marianne, I especially think of our lovely listeners who are joining us from Australia and from the USA. And I know that they're going, they're either going into or who are currently there on a lockdown of some sort or some sort of restricted living situation and I know that here in Bahrain, we were at some stage in that situation. And although things are not currently completely closed down like they used to be, honestly, I think they, they closed down only for a short period of time. And I do believe that the situation was very well handled here. But um, things are still far from what we once knew as, you know, quote, <laughs> normal. 
Exactly. And, and you know, Ryan, some, some countries are now experiencing intense lockdowns while, while others are more open. And, you know, here in Denmark, things are not fully back to normal as well, although our lockdown period was not as restricted and was very reasonable, I, I feel. With, and we had a gradual reopening after about a month and a half. But I really empathize with those who are in countries with strict impositions on their daily life. I think with uncertainty and the fears makes it um, really challenging to cope with changes and new circumstances. And it's bound to bring up some thoughts of what we feel is important in life. Yeah, exactly. I also think about the fears and concerns that were going through my mind and uh, my, my acquaintances and my friends' minds when we heard about this situation four months back. Um, I mean, we had a plethora of, of questions about what we would do moving forward with our family, our work, and the community. And I think we still do have those questions, but we're somehow a bit more aware. I feel like we're a bit more prepared and perhaps, sadly, a bit accustomed now to the changes. I mean, having lived with these uncertain situations and circumstances for this long, I feel like now that we're able to think about how the situation has affected us, we're also able to see how we can take the necessary action to, to kind of reevaluate what it is that we value in our lives and how we live each day and where we put our focus. Mm, exactly, Ryan. Yeah, I, I think it's it's important to lift our perspective when we have a chance and, and kind of stop and see and notice how everyone is really doing, including ourselves. And, and you mentioned family, Ryan, and I'd just like to talk about our children in all of this also. I do believe, and I know you and I have discussed this as well, and we both feel it's crucially important to think about the well-being of our children at all times, of course, but especially now. And how are they experiencing this whole situation? It's so important to talk with them and find out how do they feel. Because there's surely bound to be lots of frustration and they're having feelings of being isolated. And this is something that is going to influence the vision of the world of, of, and of how people react in certain situations and of how countries react and how families react. So being aware of how you explain the situation to your children is crucial and how you're able to comfort them and instill hope in them um, is really crucial for their future well-being and, and how they see their place in, in the world as, as a whole. Yeah, definitely. Um, Marianne, you know, I listen to this, um, this really lovely affirmation in the car. Now, usually it's when I'm alone because otherwise <laughs> the kids are talking to me about this or that. Um, but it really puts things into perspective for me. And the affirmation is, where my attention goes, energy flows. And that affirmation has stuck with me because I do feel and I believe that our intentions are powerful. And the attention that we give to what is wrong in our lives invites in unwanted energy to, to flow towards that lack. And it gives power to that cycle of negative thought. However, um, I also believe that it's when we bring focus uh, on even the smallest joy in our lives, giving more attention and intention to that area, energy really begins to flow towards that desire and to that peace, creating a, a sort of a ripple of joyful experiences and memories and, right? So 
So I kind of like to think of where I want peace and where I want joy to flow in my life, whether it's with my career or with my relationships, uh, in my family. Um, and then I start to focus on that. And, and it, it seems really simple, and it really is that simple, but it's also just extremely powerful. I love that saying as well, Ryan. Um, and I, I think also we can start shifting where our life is going by, by giving our attention to the things in life that we would like to experience more of and that we are able to influence. And in times like these now, sometimes what we're able to influence are the little things, the basic things in life, like our physical well-being, um, you know, and, and going for a walk in nature. And nature is the most basic and essential thing in our life. And But if you're unable to go for a walk in nature due to lockdowns, etc., then, then maybe you can find an exercise app on your phone that you like, or, you know, you can stimulate your mental well-being by, by reading up on things that interest you and watch videos on topics that you resonate with, or you can, you know, top up your emotional well-being by finding and doing things that make you feel comforted and secure. And And because when we feel isolated, it can also be an opportunity to give attention to any healthy thoughts or intuitive, creative ideas that sprout in our minds and heart. And like you said, um, be very aware of where we put our focus in general. And I think it, it's about finding those special moments that light up our spark inside and uh, which we can share with others too, right, Ryan? Um, I, mean, I, I know sometimes it's easy to resort to moaning and complaining and maybe even blaming and you and I have to sometimes uh, remind each other to elevate our perspective in, in those situations, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm actually very grateful that I can call you and I can, you know, kind of <laughs> speak about those things with you and you can help me uh, ground myself and refocus. And, and I hope I, I do the same for you as well. Oh, likewise. Um, but Certainly, Ryan. <laughs> I, you know, Mary, Marianne, I have to, I have to remind myself of this one often because I am human, and I also have the tendency, you know, to get sucked into that moaning as well. And over the last few months, my students um, were beginning to really feel that pressure, uh, as was I, of of not being in a regular school setting and not seeing their friends on a daily basis and not being able to physically interact with um, with others like we we would normally do. And when we were on our live calls, I started this thing with my students um, where they could kind of check in and go around the room. And I know a lot of people do that on, like, their Zoom uh, meetings for professional um, uh, meetings. But I was doing that with my students, and I found that um, I just wanted them to kind of share how they were doing and because, you know, they couldn't see each other's faces. And... Uh, they couldn't physically be there with each other. And I was finding it hard as well to be away from friends and colleagues and to be in that normal school setting or that normal school situation. But I just had to try and rem rem remember and to like remind my kiddos that we're doing this for now and to, take, to make sure that um, we're, we're safe, that we're healthy, and at least we are able to be together virtually and to see each other smile and to send a birthday greeting, you know, video message to each other. So I had to remind them of those things. And I had to remind them that that, that part of our connection had not changed, even though the physical circumstances had. And honestly, it was in those precious moments that 
really it just made the last few months of homeschooling and teaching manageable for me, uh, for my students, for their for their family, and even for my own kids. Mm. I think that's wonderful and, and so true, Ryan. Those authentic, precious moments are those that are worth giving our attention to. And and I think when we kind of put ourselves in, in the situation of our children, um, whether it's your students or our own children or other people's um, children or, or, you know, other children, um, I think we can learn something about how we can make ourselves feel good too. So because whatever we say to our children kind of gives motivation and hope to ourselves, right? It, it helps us to keep our own chin up. And helping others is a general way of helping yourself. So, so if you see someone in need of help and, you know, reach out and help wherever you can, it just feels good to help somebody else. And it can give you a sense of, of purpose even, which is golden and essential to our well-being. And in that way, you're also helping yourself. And, you know, another thing is uh, if you experience feeling down and lost or, or fearful, which some or many may be feeling right now, it's really important to ask for help and to seek out people or articles or videos that can help you feel better, um, friends, family, whoever you, f- you feel comfortable with. And it's natural to feel bad or scared sometimes, we all do, but there's always something or someone out there who can help you help yourself. Precisely, yeah. Well said, Marianne. Um, Marianne, um, we're at the halfway mark, so I just would like to take a moment uh, to thank all of our our listeners, and we are just really pleased that we've reached so many listeners across the globe. We'd like to invite you all to join our Facebook page at Inspirational Living, where you can ask questions and have discussions about our topics, and we would love to hear from you, so please subscribe to us on iTunes and Overcast or any other Um, podcast app that you may have and please leave us a review it really does help our ratings it helps uh, us and it gives us that motivation as well to continue and if you have any questions or comments we'd love to hear from you so you can email us at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com so um, Marianne I just wanted to say that uh, going back to the show that these past few months have given us a chance to as we said uh, reevaluate a lot of things in our lives, and one of those things is our daily habits, like how we eat, how we exercise, and where and how we spend our money. And I know so many who have taken up um, the hobby of walking every day, and I think that this is an amazing thing to do. I know I've been doing it, and um, even though it's 150 degrees outside, <laughs> I'm still doing it. <laughs> and uh, I told you, Marianne, um, that we also opened up our home and our hearts to a little guy. We adopted a little puppy last month, and he has been such a wonderful addition to our family. So um, I think our little boy, Yoshi, who is our new pup, he adores our, uh, our poodle, Lucy. And I think she's still kind of deciding how she feels about him. Like, she's not quite sure yet, but I know it'll take time. And... Um, and we've just been out on long walks together, and that has been something that we do as a family, and that's something I really cherish. And um, something else that's happened uh, this, these past few months is my youngest son has even learned to finally, thank God, <laughs> ride his two-wheel bicycle. I was 
really honestly getting to the point where I thought that there was going to be no hope for him and he was just never going to learn. But, you know, literally he just got on it one day and he was off. So I was really, really quite impressed with him. And it just goes to show that kids will learn things when they're ready for it. So um, those are just some of the lovely things that we were able to do uh, with being home and having that time after home learning was done or during our little 20-minute school um, breaks. Mm, I know, and it's so great to see <laughs> for the first time when our children take off on their bikes and for the first time on their own. <laughs> um, it, it's a beautiful moment to, um, to to treasure, you know, and, and um, it's great to experience these little success stories that go into our memory bank, uh, right? So this is really making lemonade of the lemons you have been handed, I feel, and it's just so nice to keep a focus on those moments and and to take those personal victories to heart. And I think that focus just helps our children remember how to change, uh, how, how to handle challenging situations in the future, whatever the nature of those situations um, may be. Um, I, I just wanted to share also during the first weeks of, of our lockdown here in Denmark, um, where my boys uh, were not going to school, we were out walking almost every day as well. And we met so many other families out walking, whether it was in the forest or in, on the beach or just in our area where we live. Um, and we met so many other families and everybody just smiled and said hello. And it was like we all had this common thing that was happening and it felt like there was a sense of close-knittedness and an unseen community kind of feeling among us. And we all had the same way of coping with the situation at the time. And I also noticed on, on YouTube and, and Facebook that were so many people were showing up and coming forward with their unique skills to help others. Uh, I don't know if you noticed something um, similar, Ryan. Mm, yeah, no, I've, I was uh, following a lot of these people on uh, Instagram and, and Facebook who were making sourdough bread. There were so many people making sourdough bread these past few months or um, people who were finding time to explore crafts and projects and um, things that they had been putting off. And you know what, Marianne, I think that, um, honestly, I think it's amazing and I think it's wonderful and good on them for taking the time to do that. Um, I mean, you know that I love to spend my time doing painting and crafts, and, and it's kind of my way of reconnecting to self. And I think that um, a lot of people were deeply wanting something like that. And, and I think that this time kind of allowed them the chance to, to turn inward, and maybe they just needed that permission. You know, it's kind of like having being in school and needing a little permission slip to go and go to the bathroom, right? This was their permission slip to take that time where they had given, they were like given that breather to just be with themselves and just allow that creativity or that joy to flow. Mm, exactly, Ryan. That is really well put. I think, I think it was, or it is the case for many. Like that space was an opportunity or a breather exactly given to many. And I know that you and so many others in essential jobs really had double shifts going on for a long time and, and so many people still have, um, you know, doing your work plus having a family as well to take care of and your own children to support in their schoolwork, etc. And, and, you know, some days it was hard to, to find time or it is hard, can be hard to find time for some peace and quiet for yourself. And then there are others like myself who mostly work from home or those who suddenly had to work from home or who suddenly lost their jobs also. 
Um, it has certainly has been a, a reset for many in that way, a moment for reevaluating your life and your livelihood. And um, while the whole thing is a big turn of events, I think it's really important to keep a sort of balance between keeping informed worldwide, but also focusing on your own reality, what makes sense to you and your loved ones and, and your purpose, like what you want to create. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, maybe, maybe it's also about looking ahead and believing and trusting that this is a temporary thing and believing that there is something else after this situation. It's like when you start exercising, for example, you do it because you're looking ahead, actually. You know that you're going to get stronger and leaner and more flexible, which is something that will benefit you very soon and down the line also. So you're trusting that your future you will benefit. So in the same way, so whatever you're putting your time into now, you can look ahead and visualize what good will it do right now for me? What good will it do very soon or down the line? So you can think like that for for yourself and, and for others. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And when things do open up, Marianne, um, and when they do go back to that normal, is that normal something we, you know, we really want to go back to? So, you know, so many of us have found peace in this new way of living, in working from home or spending more quality time with our families. And many are wondering now if that old normal is something they even want to wish back. Perhaps as, uh, as we move forward, we can start to thank those old habits and those old norms for sustaining us at that time, for what they were and for how they served us. And then we can begin to welcome space into our lives for this new, more mindful way of living. Mm, I love how you put that, Ryan, and well said. Um, and I think uh, it's very appropriate to, to end our show with, with those words. Um, it's that time where we have to leave you for now. So uh, we're really looking forward to, to meeting again next time. And we'd like to say a big thank you to all of our listeners for, for staying with us today. And before we go, we'll leave you with our Rumi quote. The inspiration you seek is already within you. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.